We are delighted to partner with Jane Plan, the UK's leading weight management system, for this season. Use unique code TWC50 for an incredible £50 off at www.janeplan.com. There's a show that's going to be announced very soon. I am allowed to now start teasing it. But um, a lot of people have contacted myself and Jasmine, one of the other presenters, over the years, many, many times, saying, we want to know what happens next. Well, watch the space, because we've been filming something and it's going to be announced very soon. Um, but I think that will be that would be really lovely for people to be able to see. Because we, we, as presenters, a few of us do keep in contact with people that we have helped. I've stayed in people's houses that I've helped them buy, um, like rented them from them when I've gone back to a destination. Welcome to Two Women Chatting. I'm Michelle. And I'm Liz. It's blowing cold, isn't it? It is like living on a ship, this country. It really is. The UK, one minute it's hot, one minute it's cold, it rains, it snows, it, it's everything. Four seasons in a day, they call mm. it, don't they? That's what it feels like. You yeah. know, it's the run up to, to Christmas, but uh, it's either dank and damp and november and cold, or it's bright and shiny and freezing cold sun. Well, you know, I wrote that article for the local community magazine. Yeah. I wrote about November, but, you know, you could have roses and sit outside. So I wrote that. It's you can't. You know, God, it's now freezing. It is freezing. So I won't do that again. Are you planning to get away next year? I am. Anywhere. <laughs> I haven't got anything booked. Well, I told you about the holiday we're going on, didn't I? Oh, the one that you... <laughs> accident your husband bid for did i ever say this on the podcast before i just you know, we can't remember I... we are so middle-aged okay so how crazy is this so my husband goes to some legal awards thing and uh it's all for charity so he thought well i'll get the bidding started on the silent auction so he does that except nobody else bids and then when he comes home that later that night a little bit tipsy possibly a little bit tipsy he says Guess what? We've got a holiday next year. We're going to Zimbabwe. <laughs> so, wasn't planning on that, but I'm glad the money went to charity and yeah. I'm kind of excited about going to Zimbabwe now. We You're going to Victoria Falls? Victoria yeah. Falls. We're doing a hippo cruise. Not on one. <laughs> we'll be in a boat. Along. <laughs> Giddy up. Yeah. Oh, it's a beautiful country. Yes. Well, I mean, obviously it's changed a bit from years ago when I was there, but... Oh, you've it, done Zimbabwe, have you? I went whitewater rafting there on the Zambezi. And Ooh. I am still alive, just. That's cool. <laughs> I had a video of it. We were talking about a long time ago in the 80s. And uh, Emma... That was black it, and white then, wasn't it? Near enough, yeah. She watched it. She must have been about five or six. She goes, Mummy, did you die? Because <laughs> I was so scared. <laughs> I was so scared. My face. Oh, because it, oh, it was just awful. No no crash helmets or anything. Oh, no. No waiver oh, forms or oh, anything they, like they, that. Nothing like that. They had... Um, we had a, a, a doobie chops, a, a you know, what you call it, a life jacket. But they just said, you know, if you if you fall out, make sure you turn around, put your legs facing forward. If you hit a rock, don't worry. Your life jacket should help you. I was like, why? And they said, if you go into a, a water, you know, one of these things that pull you down, these water, I don't know what you call them, they, you spin and you get pulled down. They, that was, they said, definitely should help you come out. So I was like, we're not going to fall out, are we? But they flipped the boats on purpose. Who do? The guides, if you don't, well, they did in those days. So just warning you. So that you I know, won't be yeah. in one of those. Well, it was. It seemed to be. <laughs> no I, did, no, but I was told to sit at the front, not the back. So you might get really wet. 
and I you know, basically swallowed the whole of the Zambezi because my mouth was open all the time because I was so scared. But it means because the boat goes out, everyone falls out. But I hang on. I was I was there holding on. Uh, I was the only one left in the boat. No nails. I left. have never been so frightened in my life. <laughs> so don't do that. Won't be doing that. But, but it's a lovely country. Yeah. So I've got that to look forward to. That'll be really fun. But you do need something to look forward to, don't you? This time of year, you need to, you know, even if it's a staycation or just something you're planning to do. And I think the idea of um, a gap year would be fun. We should do a. We should. Well, we've got a guest coming on today. We can ask her about that. Mm. But I think we need to explore this whole gap year idea in much more detail because it really appeals to me. I think it doesn't have to be a year all at once. It's sort of you could do it two weeks a week. You know, but yeah. basically, with a whole year, we could do a take out podcast on the road. Oh, we could. Have <laughs> <laughs> to get that finance somehow. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. But, you know, but you don't have to do it all at once. So, yeah, but I, I love getting right, away well, from this country. Let's make a yeah. note. We've got to mm. do a podcast on just doing uh, gap year travel. But meantime, um, we've got Laura Hamilton of A Place in the Sun. Oh, your um, husband's as obsessed with that programme as, as mine. As yours, oh, yes. It's quite worrying. It really is. I'm surprised Paul's not round. <laughs> I think we've got most of those episodes it's sort of recorded yeah. on our TV, and it's. But I think it's just one of those lovely, lovely shows that gives you kind of inspiration, and it makes you think outside the box. And you think, oh yeah, that could be me. I could go and live in Portugal and have a mountain view and a, you know, a, a pool in my backyard, and it could be, you know, it, it just a makes lot you cheaper than dream. living here, well, frankly. Yeah. 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 But anyway, so Laura's going to come on and just maybe give us some ideas about where to go and. We thought it'd be like a, a, a nice, uplifting bit of a podcast in these winter months. So, um, should we get Laura on? Yeah. So, who better than Laura Hamilton, known to millions for over a decade as a presenter on Channel 4's A Place in the Sun, to give us some inspiration for a midlife gap year? Off-camera, Laura's a keen traveller, a property developer and entrepreneur, launching her own clothing collection with Verity and Me, Last year, she joined ITV's This Morning team presenting live features on location. And fun fact that I found out about you, you're a qualified postmistress and a pilot in training. How fun is that? So, Laura, we would love to pick your brains on pointers to travel the globe when the kids leave home and we've got the freedom of empty nests to go on some adventures. So welcome, Laura. Oh, thank you for having me. Thank you so much. It's great to speak to you. You know what? It's really interesting hearing you say adventures when kids have flown the nest because just because you have children doesn't mean you can't have the best travel adventures with them. And I have absolutely loved having so many travel adventures with them since they were both three weeks old and started traveling with me when I returned straight back to work. So um, it's really it's one of those things where some people say, well, well, you've had children and and your life changes. Of course, your life changes and holidays might change or whatever. But I've known no difference to kind of travel with them both from an early age. That being said, now they're both at school full time. They still do travel with me when it's holidays. Um, And so we we have great adventures together. But I now um, I, I continue to do my job and I do go away whilst they're at school and they're with their their dad um, and I, I have to go away with work. So, um, yeah, those adventures as they're, they're getting older, me, you know, either going away on my own um, because I'm, I'm a big advocate for solo travel 
um, whether you're traveling with a partner, whether you're traveling with friends. Um, I, I guess I've got all that to come. <laughs> When you mentioned solo travel, I know that a lot of women are nervous about traveling on their own. Um, you know, got any hints or suggestions of, of how they could, you know, get be more comfortable? Well, when I was 22, yeah, when I was 22, I took the decision. I had a bit of a gap in filming schedules and I took the decision to go traveling around the world and I planned to go on my own. And actually, one of my friends at the time said to me, Laura, I want to come with you. So it wasn't a case of you can't go on your own. She was like, I want to come and experience this with you. So I did end up traveling with, with her on around the world ticket. However, we met so many solo like female travelers. And I think it's not something that anyone should be fearful of because you'd be surprised you meet a lot of people that are doing the same. So when you kind of initially think, right, I'm going to go out and travel on my own. You think you're going to be doing it on your own, but you end up meeting a load of people and making a load of new friends along the way anyway. Um, but then, you know, now when I travel and I'm traveling with work, I am on my own. And sometimes it's just so lovely just to have. Life can be hectic, you know, whether we're busy with social media or as mums, parents, you know, um, busy at work. To travel on your own and have just a bit of you time. I mean, I know not everyone's always good with their own company, but I personally you know, love just being on my own, you know, hotel room, candles or going off and exploring, listening to music, listening to a podcast. It's just, I think there's, there's, you know, nothing more exciting than having the, the freedom to just, just go do that on your own. Nobody holding you back. Mm, I agree with that. I did that once. I went to Crete on a tennis holiday and I thought I was incredibly brave to go on my own. But actually, you know, once you've done that once, you can do it and you know we've always got our social crutches our phones when we're sitting alone at dinner yeah I, I quite like it I mean it, I, I was I was in um I was in Spain a couple of weeks ago working and uh you know in the evening I went off to a shopping mall and I bought a few bits and I went to a very busy restaurant and I sat there on my own eating dinner on my own glass of wine had my earphones in and okay, I was sort of listening to music and stuff, but I was surprised a few people did sort of stare over at me, but it's all about feeling comfortable, like with yourself, right? So if you're like, do you know what? Yeah, I'm sitting here on my own. It's not like I haven't got any friends. I'm just choosing to do this on my own and kind of owning it and feeling that that's absolutely okay to do that. Well, I mean, you have traveled the world, haven't you? I, I, I saw from your bio that you've been all over the world and amazing countries, and, you know, looking at it from sort of more of our midlife, you're a bit younger than us, but younger. looking at sort of more midlife travel, there are so many ways that you can go away and do this this midlife gap year, this, what would you, what was the other thing? Sabbatical. A sabbatical, you know, a reset. I tell you, one of the most incredible, um, incredible journeys and um, travel experiences I had earlier this year, I was only talking to somebody about it yesterday, and um, at the start of the year was February, I um, ended up, I was doing a job with this morning and I ended up going on a bit of a travel um, experiment to see how far I could travel by train. And because traveling by train is supposed to be, um, you know, better for the environment. There's far few carbon emissions per mile compared to any other mode of transport. And I was like, okay, so we... um, we got the train, we were in um, London, got the train from London to Paris, and then we travelled all the way through Switzerland on the Benina Express, 
and um it was it was absolutely amazing we made our way down to venice all by train and just the things you see when you travel that way it was just it was amazing and i i stopped in a place called interlaken and i ended up doing a bit of paragliding and we ran off the side of the mountain and uh, i mean I, I always post about my travels obviously on instagram um and uh yeah that was just an, an absolutely amazing amazing experience and uh i mean like, i've also traveled by crew uh, like cruise ship personally i'm that's not the way i would i i love to to, to travel and explore places because i like to be on the on the ground i like to get there and i like to see as much of it as possible and sometimes i feel like cruising is a little bit restrictive for me because you don't spend as much time in each destination as i love to be able to spend um but saying that i've had some amazing trips on cruise ships and some people my parents absolutely loved cruising and for them they're like well we don't want to we don't need to spend a couple of weeks in one destination we just want to have a little snippet of it and then think, is that where we'd like to go back to and explore further? So I totally, you know, I totally get that. Um, but traveling by train was a, an awesome experience. And what I will say is I've, I've been very fortunate. Like growing up, I, I spent a lot of my childhood camping and caravanning. And I had some of the best holidays, you know, in the UK and in France. Um, I've done boating holidays, self-drive drive boat holidays, where I've hired a boat and gone along the Thames. Oh, the canal ways and everything. That's wonderful, isn't it? I think we forget how gorgeous a canal network that we have in this country. But around the Thames, the River Thames is beautiful, except it's got a lot of locks. That's what I would say. Yeah, but that, that, was, that was great fun. So we did that with children and they were, you know, loving opening open and closing the locks. Um, and then um, I've done glamping holidays with the children. I've, I've also been, you know, extremely fortunate that I have stayed in some high-end hotels Equally, I've backpack travelled. And I honestly can say, hand on heart, there is not one favoured, like, I can't say it always has to be five star. It always, because that is not what travel is about for me. It's about the experiences, the people, the sights, the sounds, the taste, the, you know, all of that. I mean, I, I, I stayed in a, um, a hut in the middle of the jungle in Thailand and I went trekking um, through the jungle after having burnt my leg on an exhaust pipe on a, a scooter in Thailand because I got off the wrong way. And um, when I did it, I, my leg was like on the, on the exhaust pipe and all these Thai ladies came to me and were like, Thai tattoo, Thai tattoo. And they were breaking off bits of aloe vera plant, giving it to me saying, rub this on your leg and you it won't scar. And it never scarred, but I went jungle trekking the day after that happened and I had my leg wrapped in, wrapped in a bin liner um, because they were saying you've got to be careful, you know, the leeches will be on your leg. But yeah, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like I, I've loved that type of travel, but then also I've been very fortunate to stay in some luxurious hotels. So all of the experiences you think you've got stories to tell. So when you've been travelling, say you know, do the trekking, have you met you know a different range of ages? You know, because I'd love to do something like that, and I've never done it. Was that up near? Chiang Rai, Chiang Mai area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I um, I flew into Bangkok and then up to Chiang Mai, Chiang Rai, checked around there, then down to Phuket, um, over to Phi Phi. Um, no, always met a, a real range of ages. Um, obviously, you get, you know, 
younger people that are on their gap years and they have a, a longer period of time to go and they're on more around the world trip or then you'll meet other people that will be having a three-week trip um but that is again what's great about people that traveling the people that you meet and the stories that you hear and how you can experience places you don't have to be doing a gap year to go and experience you don't have to take you can see a hell of a lot of a place you know in in a week if you know two weeks if you're if you don't want to go into a hotel and sit around a pool again there's nothing wrong with that because there are times when you just think I just need to chill out I don't want to have to worry about anything but actually in a couple of weeks you can really explore a place I had an amazing trip in Cuba and I was there for for two and a half weeks and um really that was a really interesting trip because I met some people on the plane on the way over and they said to me oh which hotel I was with a, a boyfriend at the time which hotel are you staying in and, and we said, oh, we're, we're staying in a hotel in Varadero. And they were like, oh, great. Yeah, we are too. We can, we can have some drinks around the pool. And we were like, no, we're not staying in the hotel, though, the whole time. What we're going to do is we're just going to dump our bags and we're going to use it as a base and we're going to go off and travel for two weeks. And we stayed in um, these Casa Particulares, which are local people's houses that, that let them out. And some beautiful colonial um, properties went down to the Bay of Pigs and um, went to Havana on the, on the, on the train. Um, it was it was amazing, absolutely amazing. <laughs> Sorry, I will bore you with travel stories all day long. But I also, I got stuck. Do you remember the Icelandic ash cloud? Mm, yeah. yeah. So I was in the Maldives when the Icelandic ash cloud happened, and you kind of think, oh great, you know, I'm in the Maldives. Who doesn't want to be stuck in the Maldives for a few, a few for a few more weeks? But instead of staying there because we'd been there for a week and we didn't know how long we were going to be stuck there for. We uh, thought, well, let's make the most of this. As beautiful as it is, where else is close by? So we ended up taking a flight to Sri Lanka for £35 and spontaneously going to travel Sri Lanka for two weeks. And then when everyone had got on their flights home from the Maldives and there was a bit more availability, we flew back from Sri Lanka. So we travelled the whole of Sri Lanka um, to Anarathapura, Sigiriya, uh, Kandy, and uh, into the tea plantations inland. And then, as I said, when when uh, when they were like, right, OK, there's more availability on the flight, we were like, right, we'll, we'll fly back into the Maldives now, fly home. That is a real joy, isn't it, having spontaneity? And I think going back to, you know, if you were going for a longer period of time, like, you know, a lot of people are going for weeks or months, to have that, like, let's just stay here for a few weeks, let's just get on a train somewhere in Europe and, and turn up in a city... So much of our lives is structured and booked in and timed. Yeah, I do. I do think obviously that that does very much depend on where we're, we're at in our lives and, you know, what we do for a job. You know, I've always been self-employed since pretty much 18. I've always been self-employed. And again, I know that's not for everybody. So if you've got a limited amount of holiday you, you can take, I appreciate, you know, not everyone has those luxuries. However, I think, the pandemic has changed things if, if you are able to obviously work from home. I'm not encouraging people to tell their bosses, I'm working from home, but secretly I'm going on a trip around the world. Um, but there is a little bit more flexibility for people that they can work in other places. So um, maybe that that's changed the travel landscape a little bit. But also, if people are in a position and, and can afford to, like there's so many low-cost flights still available just to like, Think about well, I'll nip away for a weekend. You know, again, you can see a lot of a place in just a couple of days. 
Um, I'm, I'm taking the children. We're, we're big skiers in the family. And um, it's something that I did as, as a child. And I really, you know, wanted my children to, to get on the slopes and be in the mountains. And I'm taking them skiing the week before Christmas. And I thought, oh, this is going to probably cost a lot because it's peak season. But I've managed to find return flights for all of us for basically £60 um, for each person. So the three of us, you know, £60 each. And the hotel is just over £600 for three nights. And that's in the Sierra Nevada mountains in Spain. So, you know, there are deals that you can you can find. Um, but that's not a package holiday. Yeah, but you know where to find the deals. Uh, you know, I think a lot of people... You get nervous. You look at the internet. And there's so much out there. You know, are there particular places that you would recommend to try and find a deal like that? Well, I that's that's something that I've I've obviously booked up independently. Um, I've I just went online and found found the flights and you know found the hotel and sort of knew the hotel chain anyway. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be sort of through a package deal. You can find things by being prepared to find the flights differently to the hotel and having the confidence to do that some people again don't want to do that because they want to feel like well they have got an agent that's going to look after them and you know be their one go-to um should anything happen or they want to speak to anyone so yeah but i i again I, there's not one particular thing that i do when i travel i'm very kind of like oh well maybe i'll do this this week maybe i'll make a package holiday here maybe i'll adjust i'm always open to seeing what's out there If, like me, you're looking to lose weight, then take a look at Jane Plan. Jane Plan is the UK's leading weight management system that creates deliciously healthy meals and delivers them directly to your door. Together with their support, you'll lose weight, feel healthier, happier and more in control of your eating habits. Created by nutritionist Jane Michelle, Jane Plan is the easy and healthy way to lose weight. All your breakfasts, lunch, dinners and snacks are pre-prepared, perfectly portioned and nutritious – taking the worry away when it comes to managing your weight. There's no calorie counting, no weighing, no complicated recipes to follow, and virtually no shopping either. In fact, all you need to do is heat and eat. And with personalised support from their qualified nutritionists, you'll join over 100,000 Jane planners who have lost weight and kept it off. Would you ever consider, you know, like the house swapping idea that they did in The Holiday? You know, the, the movie The Holiday and they swapped houses for a couple of weeks. That intrigues me. Yeah, no, absolutely. I would. Am I going to meet a Jude Law and fall in love? Say, I was going to say, you get, you get the man <laughs> as well. That, if that's part of the deal, yes, yeah, sign me up. In. I'd love to do that. I really would. Yeah. You get you like going to their film. home and you see, you know, you, you're like an you know, imposter really, aren't you? But... Although I am a bit of a clean freak, so I'd probably and I love interior design, so I'd have to stop myself. Oh, come to my house like then. Re redesigning their house. <laughs> yeah, you and Liz should swap. <laughs> what about have you ever tried um with your kids or without um sort of a motoring holiday? That kind of intrigues me. I know there's fun ideas to get motorhomes in New Zealand or uh, what you know what an RV in the states and, and yeah well I I grew up caravanning and you know camping so my mum and dad had a touring caravan when I was younger and then they sold it and they've actually now got one again and they go away with a group of friends and they call themselves the silver nomads um so, so 
they do that. But again, interestingly, when I was filming A Place in the Sun in France, and I do, I do find France quite uh, one of the more challenging places actually to travel with little children. Be- absolutely beautiful, beautiful country. Um, but some of the hotels, like if you're in certain parts, then you know, you go to Spain and you go to Cyprus and you go to um Portugal, or whatever, you find lots of very, very family-friendly hotels. Whereas in France, I I find that the it's either like um Euro campsites where they're amazing for kids or like beautiful chateaus. Or it just doesn't feel like they've got those, they, they don't cater for those kind of um, holidays. So, but I still love it. And I've spent a lot of time there with the kids. And when I was there with the place and son a number of years ago, I ended up staying on a Euro campsite whilst I was filming. I mean, I swear the people on the campsite thought I was bonkers because obviously they're all like dressed really chilled and relaxed. And every day I have to wear the same outfit for a week. So they probably thought that poor girl's luggage hasn't turned up and why is she overdressed to a campsite every day? Um, but they they loved that. And what we looked into, because we were traveling to another destination, was oh, wouldn't it be great to have a, a motorhome and drive around? But the only the only didn't work for me is I need I need a vehicle to get myself to location every day. So my only restrictions with the, the motorhome holiday is when you need your vehicle, you've got to take that vehicle, haven't you, off sort of site to to kind of go and explore other other places. So that was my only my only thought on, on why we didn't we didn't do didn't do it. But I would totally be up for it. I mean, I love that Bradley Walsh, Bradley and Barney. I mean, I know I know Bradley. I worked with Bradley years ago in Panto, and I was on the chase with him, and did very badly because I hate quiz shows and buckle under that kind of pressure, and came across as a bit of an airhead, which I'm not. Um, <laughs> just just set the records right there. Um, well, I mean, some people might call me an airhead, but anyway. Um, so, but that show, the Breaking Dad with with Brad, Brandon Barney, is brilliant. You know that that idea of being able to do something like that with your your, your parents when you're older. That intergenerational trip that is kind of marvelous, isn't it? Because you know you think when your adult kids are adults, the last thing they want to do is spend time with you. You know, going from one location to another. So I think that's really cool. Um, Talking more about A Place in the Sun, I'm intrigued because, oh, my gosh, my husband is obsessed with so that is show. So mine. He's got them all recorded. I, every Sunday afternoon he's watching. Yeah, honestly, I'm surprised my husband didn't take the day off work just to come and see this recording. I'm surprised my husband's not just up around the corner because I told him. But with that show, have you... So, obviously, you go to all these amazing locations and it's quite inspirational, I think. You know, it's not surprising, really. A lot of people in this country might think... You know, the weather is iffy, you know, maybe investing in a property abroad is a good idea. Um, Do you, you probably have loads of people come and ask you all the time, you know, is it a good idea? Do you know many of them where they give it a go and then they think, no, it's not for me, I'm coming back? No, I mean, look, I... there's a show that's going to be announced very soon. I am allowed to now start teasing it but um a lot of people have contacted myself and jasmine one of the other presenters over the years many many times saying we want to know what happens next well watch the space because we've been filming something and it's going to be announced very soon um but i think that will be that would be really lovely for people to be able to because we as presenters 
a few of us do keep in contact with people that we have helped. I've stayed in people's houses that I've helped them buy, um, like rented them from them when I've gone back to a destination. And it's, yeah, it's, people don't have regrets. I mean, a lot of people are sort of saying, we can't wait to just be out here more. In fact, the couple that I was, um, so I was supposed to be filming this week, but for family reasons, I've, I'm not able to film. Um, but I was going to be meeting up with a couple that I helped in the pandemic buy a property abroad. And they never planned to be there full time. But now they are pretty much abroad full time. There's another couple, a young couple, actually, that are 30. One of the youngest people I've filmed with on A Place in the Sun. And I helped them in the pandemic in Greece buy a holiday home and then I met up with them last summer they both uh one of them's working under a nomadic visa he's li they're living in Greece full-time and she's a photographer so they've made them move full-time so yeah I mean it's there's uh, so many so many happy people out there and it's amazing to have been part of that journey with them and not to make it political in any way but Brexit hasn't stopped people being able to have those opportunities has it no well obviously you have the 90 day rule yeah I do worry about you know what happens if anything happens to you health-wise when you've you've moved abroad the healthcare system in some of the countries overseas is far better than than here and Spain in particular has got an incredible um healthcare and they can access it so, if they're British um, people don't to not worry so much about that yeah 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 um, but people do pay sort of for pri private um, healthcare, but it's not the same as in the UK. Um, what I will say obviously affects people is the 90 day rule um, and wanting to live, uh, stay in a location more than 90 days because under the rules you can currently only do 90 and 180 days in that destination unless you've got an EU passport or, you know, if, if you've got Irish passport. Um, so that that has affected things but again there are still means and ways of buying property if you spend over a certain amount of money you will um you know it's all about investing in the country if you're working there and you can prove that you're going to bring in a certain amount of income there's no magic visa gosh i don't want to get into you know all of these these bits and pieces because i don't want to kind of bore you with it but there are definitely ways and again coming back to the pandemic and um the flexibility that people might have from being able to work remotely that has actually had a positive impact and people kind of going oh do you know what I want to buy a holiday home and sometimes I might want to work work abroad I'm still going to be you know dialing into the office so yeah it's we definitely haven't seen a dip in people not buying if anything I'd say the other way that's interesting what about have you um you've probably come across this in some Italian villages, in I think it's northern Italy, they're selling off property for about pound a pound. Property. Yeah. Do you know much about that? And whether have you heard of anybody who actually invested? I, do know, I don't know a huge. Yeah, I don't know a huge, huge amount um, about it. Um, obviously, you've got the Amanda Holden and Carr. They, they program, don't they? Based around around that. Um, I I haven't viewed any of those on a place in the sun, and I can't tell you why. Actually, I don't know why we haven't. And so with language, when they do move abroad, do you find a lot of them are really making an effort to culturally fit in, to, to learn Spanish or learn Italian or whatever it is? Or do they tend to move there and just make friends with other expats? Again, 
every every situation is different. You know, you've got some people that might want to totally, you know, immerse themselves in a Spanish, Italian, whatever, Portuguese way of life and they buy a property and they're surrounded by locals and they need to do that in order to, to get by. But then there are other people that might buy in an area when where it's predominantly expats and they don't have the need to speak the language so they don't so every everybody's situation and circumstances are different but I think most of the people will say well we want to learn a bit of the language we want to to be able to um speak to the locals and and, and it does go a long way when with the locals if you at least try I think that's fair isn't it I mean a lot of English people always say so if you learn American English, yeah, learn American, yeah. <laughs> but um, gosh, that's so interesting. It's it's made me think about some some ideas that I never really considered before. It would be really interesting to to move because yeah, because you don't have to. You, when you said it's two weeks at a time, you don't. You know, I always think of a gap year because like the kids doing them. It's a whole year, but you can do. You have your year, but you get, come and go. You can do two weeks, three weeks, as you said. And if you like somewhere else, go on, or you can come back. You've got the flexibility. Mm. And you could rent out your house, of course, in England um, or wherever you live and uh, use that to fuel your travel. Travel adventures. Yeah, yeah. Gosh, so much good stuff there. Thank you so much. One last question. If you could go anywhere in the world that you haven't already been. Oh, I know. What, what, where, would you, where would you go to? Costa Rica. Ah, you like for the rainforests and everything? Yeah, I'd love to take the children there um, because I know my son is totally obsessed with lizards, like has a serious obsession with lizards. And I just think it, I've heard so... We filmed a place in the sun there, but I've never been on those shoots. And I've heard so many amazing things about Costa Rica. So I think possibly, possibly, possibly next Easter, I might do a little adventure with the children and I don't know if it's a good time of year to go and then I think it might well be but at the end of the day if it doesn't really matter weather wise if it's raining whatever you still still be an amazing experience well if you go do try the mongo it's mongoose poop coffee have you heard of that (laughs) yeah (laughs) really I've been to Costa Rica I didn't try it but everybody else in the family did it it's very very strong coffee and they they, yes, they use the uh, digestive processes of the mongoose to make it really intense in flavour. <laughs> so there's one for your, for your bucket list. Yeah, well, look, Laura, thank you so much for joining us. Now, where can our listeners find more about you? Um, you have a website and, and what's your Instagram handle so they can find you oh, on there too? You. Yeah, so my website is laurahamiltonofficial.com and then... Um, I'm on Instagram and Twitter, uh, Laura Hamilton TV, and yeah, I mean, I love I love creating content on on Instagram. A lot of it is travel related. Um, I did get a really weird message from someone actually a couple of weeks ago saying, "Can't follow you anymore. I'm just um, bored of seeing you on holiday." And I'm like, "But I travel for my job. What am I supposed to do?" Well, you certainly appear to have loads of positive energy, so. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. You've given us so many uh, fabulous ideas. I'm going to go and book a holiday. Oh, I just want to get away now. Yeah, I know it's Christmas coming up, though. It's just, oh, she's just so enthusiastic about travel and everything. It's just made me want to go anywhere. Yeah, 
I would happily go anywhere. I'd, I'd stay in the UK. There's some great staycations that you can do here. I do love a staycation because you don't have to actually get on a plane. I know. Just think about all that time that you save when you're not at the airport. Um, I'd like. I want to do the Eurostar as well across to Brussels. Um, yeah. See my daughter. I like the Eurostar. Um, so definitely going to do that. Definitely going to book in some. You know, like a city break. Do you know what I miss is you used to be able to go to the travel agent and pick up the, the you know the brochures oh, and you'd take yes. a pile of them home and you'd flick through oh my and you'd dream gosh, the and, Thomas uh, Cook and, and then the, the what they Cos, Cos, not Cosmo what was it God I've forgotten <laughs> there was there was a company called Cosmo wasn't it oh, I don't know uh, Monarch Holiday Cosmos? yeah Cos, yeah I don't know what the, yeah. yeah or the Viking cruises yeah. and but oh, well, you used, to, you're right, you used to get a whole load of them mm. and circle all your wish list yeah. Maldives never happening yeah. Jamaica never happening. Saffron Walden, possibly. <laughs> but no, I did a Viking cruise. I really enjoyed it. I know that's a very middle-aged and thing, but and it's full of lots of middle-aged people. But they're really good fun. I think I've spoken to about before because I, I really not I didn't think I'd be a, a cruise fan. But you, because you get on the boat, get off the boat on a, on a river one. You 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 get off daily, so you get to see so many different places. And as Laura said, you you can go. They are good for going back to going to see someone go actually i'll go back to that place which you generally don't do it to be honest so it's like a taster yeah isn't it? And, and there's lots of tasting of wine as well well that, the other thing i would like about a river cruise or even just through a smaller i don't know mediterranean cruise we did the disney cruise many years ago with the kids and it was really really fun although i think the pool was a bit yellow we all know why that but you is. had your free your armband for free drink yeah but I mean, it's just there's just so many people, and it is like um, it's it's like a village on the mm. sea, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but what I what scared me a little bit at night was if we were um, you know, if you went to bed at night and you were travelling somewhere, it was black everywhere. Mm. It's like not a light except for the stars, and that sort of I don't know gave me a little bit of anxiety. I don't think I'd be so bad now, but I really fancy doing a med cruise or you know well, just coming away from Miami. Well, those the ones Bahamas. you see that you generally you you dock. I've done I've done one from sort of uh, Barcelona to somewhere. I can't remember where we did like the Italian coast or whatever. Well, there you actually you just each day you dock in a new place. You wake up and you're like, oh, I'm in France. Oh, I'm in Italy. It's, I like that. Yeah, but the river cruises as well. You're not, you, yeah, you're not. Yeah, you're not. Also, you haven't got the swell. <laughs> I, I I really rated my Danube <laughs> and I, I used to really take the Mickey. I'm not I'm not denying it. It is. It's something that you. I think the perception is it's full of old people and it's not. It's full of people like us who like like visiting places, like a drink, like yeah. nice, brilliant food. Yeah. Well, that's it would be key for me to go on a cruise where the quality of the food was really good. And actually, I'm not going to lie, I don't want to go on family cruises anymore. I don't want loads of little... Unless I'm taking my grandchildren one day when you I have them. tell me something. I was going to say. <laughs> one of these days um, when that, you know, I want mm. entertainment. What I want is great quality entertainment, great quality food and... Really interesting places to see and people, and you, you get like-minded people on that on those cruises. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, I, I mean it's great for making new connections. Mm. But there's loads of it's not just Viking. There's loads of other cruises. I keep selling them. I'm not, I'm not selling Viking, by the way. <laughs> not gifted, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, God, I sound terrible. No, but I did. I really Wait, enjoyed it. You're just talking about the one that you know. You've been on, yeah, exactly. But there's lots of them, yeah. But I quite find a canal cruise, as you mentioned before. On, on, you know, it's been speaking to Laura. I think a canal is such a different way of life. Yeah, yeah, and doing all the locks and yeah. things like that. That's a good family one, actually, isn't it? To do, to do yeah, that with kids, because yeah, they always love that whole yeah. experience. Get, get them working. Yeah, and you can take labor. a dog and all that yeah. stuff. I mean, that's that's something to explore, yeah. dog-friendly, mm. because it's expensive to leave your dog in kennels. Tell us about if it. you're still lucky enough to have a dog. 
I don't have one got anymore. One now. Yeah. Don't stop me off. No, sorry. But yeah, no, it's, it is. It, uh, we're trying to find hotels that we can take dogs to. Or a dog to. Well, Again. Yeah. Oh. Yes. So, weirdly, <laughs> listeners, so my dog Maisie died a year ago and Liz just recently lost her gorgeous Harry. So... Oh, that's oh, spooky. Okay, this is spooky. Spook- spooky. I haven't even put that wallpaper on my phone. That's AI for okay, you. Okay, so um, if you're actually <laughs> listening, not just watching on YouTube, picture my dog just came up on the phone. Ooh, that's that's AI. Really, ooh, I feel a bit... Mm. All right, well, on that creepy no, no. note, I'm off to book a holiday. <laughs> yes, I'm off to go and see my dog. Yeah, so bye from us. Bye. Chat soon. Thanks for listening to Two Women Chatting with our special guests. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to us if you left a rating and review. Even better, share with your friends. And please get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. There's a link on our Instagram bio and Facebook pages.